Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what it is to live awake. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. It's so great to be here uh, with all of you. Um, we also have Instagram. I did a live. Thanks. Shout out to Walter. Uh, who gave me the idea to do at least part of the show on Insta Live? So we got the chat going. Um, got some of my faves in the chat, and great to hear you. Hope my sound is great. Thank you, Tammy, in the chat. Uh, we've got some callers. We are going to be getting to questions, and of course, at our sev- second half of the program, we have our awakening dialogue. And today we have Sarah Falugo. Uh, who is the founder and owner and um, chief major presence at yoganessvenice.com. So some of you might hear Yoshi in the background. You know, she's been not feeling too well. So I might have, I might, this is homegrown. I might have to um, get her and put her outside or something. So anyway. Okay, so if you have a question or a comment, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. Hey, everyone in the chat, my sacred space of empowerment room, co-pilots, sound engineers, they really ground the energy um, so well and a lot of insight and intuition in our chat. So if you're listening live, great. If you want to be in the chat, Fine. If you want to interact in the chat, you just need to put, do a, um, a profile with Blog Talk Radio. So, um, and that's just filling out a little bit of stuff. So, I want to let everyone know: in two weeks, I'm going to be doing a teleworkshop on the power of intention, using our intention to tune in to our basically sacred self, but into our own inner guidance system as well as connecting to the higher self. And I'm going to be downloading and talking about really what is the higher self and why is it so important to understand that aspect of your being and how to connect in through the subtle energy. Okay. So as promised, I said that um, we're going to dive in a bit about the eclipses. This is a very, very powerful time as this new moon in Cancer, solar eclipse, Okay, is aspecting, and I felt it like three days before. I always feel it before, the energy before. It's aspecting that north node in cancer, what's happening collectively. The north node is in cancer for the collective, and the south node is in Capricorn. Um, It's also aspecting um, Neptune in Pisces, uh, also Mercury and 
and Mars are doing a little dance, okay, in Leo. So we've got that going. And it's it's hyper-potentizing, just like in homeopath, homeopathics. It's hyper-potentizing the, the, the Pluto and Saturn in Capricorn that are retrograde, that are holding the energy back, okay? So we've got that in play, and then we also have, you know, Chiron retrograde. So we've got all these planets retrograde holding us back, holding our kind of feet to the, you know, slowing down enough to let us not really get into our distractions, or if we try to get distracted, uh, we're immediately shown that we, we cannot, or the distractions no longer work. It's been a powerful 18 months. You look back to January, look back to November and look back to 18 months ago what you're going through. Many of you are hearing a lot about the ancestors or ancestral healing, ancestral clearing, okay? The cancer has to do with mothering. It's the divine mother. It's it's our relationship to our mother. It's how we mother and nurture ourselves. It's also the mothering principle of the all that is okay but it also rules the past it rules history it rules family family of origin Um, it rules familial structures and sometimes cancer can you know not want to release the past so much it gets over identified with with what what one grew up with what one is culturally traditionally connected to okay these aspects are also aspecting the united states in particular because the united states is a cancerian country okay so the capricorn ruled by saturn so you've got this law patriarchal law you've got or whatever came before because there was also matriarchal before the patriarchy you've got this history you've got structure you've got systems you've got this in place what is your inner so it's asking everybody what is your inner structure but it's calling in the collective wounding from familial or in generational transmission to ancestral those that have come before us whether by culture uh, whether by where we live our ancestors or what by what we follow it could be a certain doctrine or religion so everything we experience, we absorb, we take in, right? We are that. It's in our energetic matrix. It's in our DNA, okay? It's in our cellular structure. So everything that has happened to us is encoded within us, okay? And it comes back around. It gets expressed and experienced through us. And so cosmologically, universally, from the God is, I am that I am, the universal principle, however you want to call this, the innate intelligence of the universes is calling a halt. It's saying, halt, halt, this is the demarcation, done. We're, set, we're starting a new cycle. And actually, we are starting a new 20-year cycle, um, which will happen after the retrogrades. We're in a prep time, so these eclipses are about the, the prep. Something now, people always say, "Oh, something's hidden. Something's get given." Yes and no. It can be. There can be losses. There can be deaths. But it change. Whatever is taken away changes shape and form. It's leaving space for something else. So the eclipses, just like a sundial, the, the our our soul right is the, is the great sundial. When that sundial turns. Something is shadowed out. Something is whited out. Something is lessened. It's not gone, though. 
And usually whatever is taken back in an eclipse comes back in a different way. It's refined or it's upgraded. Um, <laughs> Lou, is, remember, Lou in the chat is saying for the slingshot. That's what I've been calling it. Everybody prepare. I've been calling it the great slingshot. And I, I've experienced some of these astrological aspects, energetic, you know, uh, slingshot, so to speak. So this is the prep time, especially for July. July is going to bring a lot of insights, a lot of um, understanding for people, but it's also going to bring more questions. It's not really the time to make major decisions if you don't have to. Also, we have, how could I forget, Mercury retrograde in Leo, which is going to be aspecting that Mars. So you want to be aware of your, your words and your actions. Are they Now, yes, it could be blow-ups, but you know what? I like to keep it kind of... We all know the mundane. <laughs> Let's keep it soul-centered. That's the type of astrology that I'm trained in, soul-centered astrology, as well as my sessions and stuff, those of you that have worked with me. So it can be mishaps, but more importantly, is, it our, is our actions aligned to our thoughts and our beliefs? Are our beliefs holding us back from Leo expressing to the greatest expression that we can have, to have more soul expression? Are we being held back by our thoughts? Or are our actions holding us back from what we're intending, what we're envisioning, and what we're dreaming? So, again, do you see where I'm going with this, guys? It's a very potent time. It's like spirit is saying, whoa, look, are you aligned? Are you liking what you're thinking? Is what you're thinking helping you in your actions, in your behaviors, in your everyday living, in your motivation? Mars is motivation. Mercury is mind. It's not only how we think, but what we think. So again, that goes back to the new moon, solar eclipse, and how it's aspecting that north node and south node. The oppositions bring awareness. Are my beliefs, is my culture, my kotora, limiting me from being a soul being, a star seed, a light being, an infinite source? Am I buying into ways of belonging? See, cancer, I really feel this north node in cancer is saying you've got to go beyond just your little family unit. You know, you need to, we all need to open up and be more inclusive. We need to get into community and open up to our soul tribe. And it's not just a certain amount of people that only think like me, exactly, or my family, you know, where I grew up, maybe one or two best friends. So a lot of people out of fear... Because Saturn deals with our fears. That's why a lot of people right now, myself included, healing a lot of fears or things that I thought were healed that are coming up. That you're, it's, a, it's such a deeper level. It's the wounding of the child. In Chiron and Aries, Aries rules the, the self, the identity, where Leo is about the expression of that identity. You know, Aries is the warrior, the fighter, the athlete, but Aries is also me, 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 me. It's very self-identified. So right now what's coming up for many of you um, is a lot to do with early childhood wounding and maybe even past life, the past. Cancer has to do with the past. And Capricorn has to do also with the past, what's been laid down as structure that works. And so we have to look and see what's no longer working. Is there something that's no longer working for me? That's a good question to ask everybody. All, uh, you know, also, what is freeing, what is freeing me? Um, if you see me doing stuff here, I'm looking at my screen. Um, 
for the show. So, you know, ask yourself, what, how can I free up more? And that freedom, you know, it's going to mean different things for different people. But it's also basically what can free me up? Maybe more time? Is it more? It's currency. You're being freed up for more infinite source energy connection, currency. Some people it's going to be money. Some people it's going to be time. Some people it's going to be let me focus on my health or relationships or let me free up to do that project that I want to do or write that book. What do you want to free, where do you want to free up? Saturn deals with limitations. And, our, and we begin to see the limitations were our friend. They, they limited us to build a better foundation. And so Saturn is dealing with time. It's dealing with the male principle. Again, it's dealing with structure and form. And so we're asked to look at our structures. Do they still serve us? Okay. And then when we get – so I believe the retrograde starts on the 8th. And then we've got um, – is it on the 16th? Yeah, that we've got the um, lunar eclipse in Capricorn, which is going to deal a lot more with the emotional aspect. So the solar, we deal with the soul, the, the, the sense of self and identity, right? And so that's getting really pared down. You know, it's really getting pared down to like, hey, who are you, who are you really and what are you really about? And how can you live that more fully? And the lunar eclipse is going to connect us to the emotions of that, the passion, the emotions, the energy in motion, the fuel, and what blocks that. So you might see a lot coming up about toxicity, quote-unquote toxic relationships. You might see a lot coming up about wanting more fulfillment in a certain area or wanting to branch out more in your life. Now, I say this again, this eclipse, season this month is going to bring some answers for some of you it's going to be insights some of you there's going to be people from your past returning old love old flames your twin flame soulmate you're going to feel a sense of wanting to gather at the same time also going within so you need to honor that there's a lot of going within going deeper to grow deeper within and root root deeper within okay but there's also this feeling to connect and many of you how many in the chat even are you guys feeling this 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 sense of there's something more or there's a big change happening, I can feel it, or I'm really changing. Okay, that's the slingshot after the summer months, September to the end of the year, 2020. September to November, really, but also it will eke out into um, the end of the year. Um, and for some, depending on your chart and how it's aspected, into um, January, February. But majorly September, November, expect a lot of change. Um, end of August. I mean, it's not finite, but that's September, November, when a lot of these planetary, the planets, uh, planetary aspects shift and the planets are going direct. So what I get from my guides is, is to not think that something is doing being done to you, but it's your cosmic aspect of your being. The slice, you're the slice of the all that is, but the energies, the macrocosm that you are, is being shown on you okay you're you're receiving these in, impulses and input to make the changes for one that you've really been wanting to make that's a big that's a big part of it it's the assistance that's why i like reading in in cycles and trends everything has a cycle everything has a season right everything 
and we have our own cycles and our own trends. And so when we understand our own individual cycle, then we can align it to the universal cycle. You know, the I Ching, Taoism very much talks about this. And so you don't fight the stream. You, you flow with it. You find the openings. Many of you are going to have a lot of synchronistic experiences in July onward. Again, this is a prep time for what's going to be going on. Many of you are also going to be drawing in just the right person for that project or what you need. So there's going to be a lot of kind of instant, more instant manifestation. You dream it, you think it, you envision it. That's why I'm working a lot with visioning and intention and the third eye really clearing that. Um, so that use of mental, mental, uh, the mental plane, the mental acuity, and, and connecting in more telepathically, because that's where we're all going. So we're getting tastes of it. Many of you are going to be seeing galactic numbers, 1111, you know, 1111, 111, and the angel numbers, 333, 444, 555. Hit me up if you want to know the meanings of those. But guidance, or you're asking for a sign. Like, for instance, I don't know, you guys, if you saw I did a post um, about changing perspective, you know, that many times things fall in your life, you know, or they're turned upside down. So you can get a different viewpoint or a different point of view. And then I put, changing, per, you know, a change in perspective changes everything, or and perspective changes everything. Okay, however you want to say it. And... Then I was doing some readings, and I kept getting perspective. I did my oracle cards. I, got, I kept getting about perspective. I'm not kidding you. Within the last two days, I've watched some YouTube videos. Shout out for YouTube. Also, I have my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache, if you want to join me there. Uh, anyway, six different readers said you need, you're going to be changing your perspective or you need to change your perspective. Some of them elaborated on the change in perspective, you know, in career, new paths. Um, relationship, um, just a different approach. So look for that. We're all, again, this energy is bringing a bit of a freeze standstill, but also a lot of data, a lot of insights, a lot of intuitive hits, a lot of new people coming in, old people coming in from the past, new opportunities. Stuff may not stick. Some will. You really won't know till end of August, September. But it's bringing it in to say, what's your perspective now? How are you journeying through life? How do you want to journey through life? How have you changed? How can you change your perspective to, to have more of the soul's perspective, to be more soul aligned, to be more connected to your spirit, which means really being very uh, invigorated and animated in, in your life, right? Okay, so... Questions or comments, hit me up. We're going to get the callers uh, right now on Awakenings, and you'll be able to hear some of the readings. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hey, Michelle. This is Brendan. Hey, Brendan. Welcome to the program. Hello. I, my question is regarding health um, in my stomach. I seem to be having any di- some digestive issues. Do you see anything? Okay, Burns is asking about digestive issues for those listening on Insta. Okay, there's a lot, and I've had a little bit myself. There is, it's so interesting you're bringing this up because I got the download and then I didn't, while well, I was talking earlier, and then it was in, stuck in state in my mind and I didn't say it. 
one of the changes that's happened, right? I know, and now you call in with this question. <laughs> one of the things that's happening is um, it's so much is coming up and everything emotionally has a certain vibrational frequency. So things that are no longer a match, I gotta be, I gotta, I can keep talking while I'm on my, but Insta, you gotta wait. <laughs> I gotta go get a, a synergy. Um, you're going to have a different connection to food, uh, what you're eating. So check and see what you're eating to see is it still serving you or a match vibrationally. Uh, so okay. it also, because in the clearing of these deeper, you know, emotional wounding, the as the emotions come up, it can cause nauseous, indigestion, uh, you could be a little fuzzy, a little lightheaded. So these are some of the things to look for, especially oh, between now and probably September. That. Yeah, you're, you're experiencing that as well, a little bit uh, dizzy and the lightheadedness. Yeah, the lightheadedness. Yeah. So in fact, it just reminded me I'm going to get my trilogy. In fact, my synergy. It's, this is the only one apparently on the market that doesn't have added sugar. So anyway, shout out. Um, yeah, but Brendan, that's what that's uh, what's going on. Okay. A so lot of people, I've had or... that when I've done certain healing workshops and people have gotten very nauseous. And it's because those woundings get, again, they're released on a cellular level. And actually in between the muscles, tissues, and the fiber, I mean, what's happened to us growing up and in our life, we actually hold our body a certain way due to that also, Right. So, again, everything holds a place, not just vibrationally, but then physically within our body, within our system, within our life. And so with all that changing, it's a lot for the body to process. So that's usually a sign of deeper healing, deeper clearing. Uh, You know, there's some toxicity there a little bit that's coming up and moving out. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay. Thanks right, for calling thank you. in. You're welcome. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, this is Jennifer. Hello. Who is this? Jennifer? How are you? Yes, I'm Jennifer. doing great. How are you? Great. Um, I just had a question, a quick question, because uh, I know you've been making major decisions. Uh, so I'm moving soon, and I'm, you know, you know, have to find somewhere to live, and I know that's something major for me. Um, mm-hmm. So just do you have any advice as far as, like, where I need to look? Um, just so I can have Okay, so, Jennifer, you're talking about moving. Yeah, so if you're already in the middle of something, yeah. and also you can't stop your life. If, if, you're, if you need to do something, then exactly. you just have to try. <laughs> yeah, everything, try, everything, you know, at, at some level, because even what, what I read is before the energies, um, but people okay. like to focus on something more tangible. But no, you're. I've done some things during retrograde that people are like, "Oh, I can't believe you did that." But it's if it's divinely guided, mm-hmm. oh, you need to do it. It's a necessity. I would say, as okay. far as where to live, I always say, and this goes for jobs, this goes for anything. What are the qualities of people that you want to be around, and what's the qualities of the energy that you want of the environment? And and when gotcha. you isolate those qualities that's going to show you the best place for you to live you know or work okay 
should hold that vi- the, the vibrational frequency of those two things. Okay? Okay. That, okay. that help you? Okay. Yes. Is, yeah, because I know everybody always makes fun of me because I tell everybody I want to be somewhere where it's quiet, it's isolated. Not, you know, not too many people. I don't know. They're just, yeah. you know, and I know I probably need to make sure when I do look that I'm focusing on those qualities because I realize that I have too many neighbors. I I can't tell you, Jennifer, how many people I have met that or even client that I've worked with that moved someplace and they totally don't like it. And I'm like, well, did you ever check it out? And they're like, oh, no, I just thought I should go there or so-and-so moved there. And I'm like, at least visit or make sure you've got the the people you vibe with. What do you like? You know, I need my art gallery. I need my health food restaurant. I need the gym. I need the, you know, there's certain criteria that you need. Um, I even like yeah. a bookstore, even though I buy a lot of books online. So, yeah, you got to find that um, wh- what is in, because th- all of that is going to be supporting you. All of that is feeding you. All of that is becomes a reflection of you, right? Make sense? Okay. Okay, great. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, great. Thank you. You're so welcome. Hello, and you're on air with Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Welcome to the program. Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, you're on air. Hello. Hello, you're on air. Hello, hello. Sometimes Hello? people are listening. Yeah, you're on air. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't hear the beep. <laughs> oh, I think they took the beep off. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm waiting on the beep. I'm hearing you say hello, and I said hello a few times. I'm like, okay, well maybe it didn't beep. Ah. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, so I have a question. So I'm kind of been like in between jobs since like April, and right. I would say April, May. Um. And I'm still in between jobs, jobs, okay. Yeah, but I'm also, like, starting a business as well and and trying to get that off. And I'm really excited. I got my first client um, a week or so ago and signed a contract. So I'm excited about that. So things seem to be moving. But right now I'm in, like, a a financial, like, bind. So what do you see as far as that? As far as what? So you're asking about a job you would like to make a financial situation? No, my financial yeah, yeah. And what about your financial situation? Uh, right now, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I have a lot of debt, and I have just a lot of things going on, and I'm, like, in between jobs, and I don't really have anything consistent coming in right now. Like I said, I'm starting a business. And so I got it's more a job contract. than the financial. Because I, I feel like you do need to get work in, even something temporary, something mm-hmm. to tide you over is what I'm hearing. And yeah. then I feel like you need to really look within. A big reason why I feel this is happening is you really need to look within to see what it is that you actually want to do, okay? Okay. So you're you're coming into a major transition. So, And that's why I feel like the job fell away. Sometimes that happens. Our higher self will take certain things away. Our, our, again, Capricorn, our structure, you know, our foundation, what keeps our boat afloat, what keeps our foundation going. And so that's usually a message that big changes are up that perhaps we haven't wanted to see or haven't seen or we want to delay. You know, but your higher self, the universe is workable as long as it sees you going in the right direction. 
enough will be put there, just enough, just enough abundance for you to get through the transition. So I feel like just get something. Don't, I would say right now it's not about looking for the perfect job. It's about getting something in transitionally, getting those coins in, and then beginning to do a real good look at within, like what do I really want to do? What do I want to do the next you know, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, at least as a start? What do I want to do long term? And then start navigating towards that. Okay. All right? Okay. Does that help? All right. Um, yeah, it did. It, it, I kind of have an idea of, yeah, I kind of have an idea of what I've already want to do. Um, I'm a birth doula. Mm-hmm. So I work with women that are, like, giving birth. So I'm, I, But I still have some other things I have to do, you know. That's but, what I'm hearing. Um, yeah. I don't know that it's yeah. the I, I mean, there might be changes with that or how you work. There's something unclear okay. is what I'm getting intuitively about what you ultimately want to do. So you really need that transitional job to kind of take that stress off. So whether at night or during mm-hmm. the day, you can think about how do I really want to work? Do I really want to do this? Or how long do I want to mm-hmm. do this? Or what way do I want to do this? Maybe I want to do this in a different way. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Yeah. Take I, good I care. Understand. You understand? Thank cool. you. Okay. You're so welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. Um, Happy 4th Hi, to whom am I speaking? Yeah, happy 4th. Hi, Hi, this is Stacy, and I just like to know if you see... Hi, if you see me meeting anybody, love, you know, dating or... Let's see, dating, meeting anyone. Let me tune in here. Hmm... Does the name Bob or Robert mean anything to you? That's the first thing that came up. Robert. Oh, I dated a Robert many years. Ah, that's, you dated a Robert. Oh, my God, he was nuts. Yeah. Okay, well, there's something, you're probably going to hear something about him or from him because it's like that's the first thing that I heard was Robert. So there's something, or you're going to meet someone that reminds you of him. I also know I hear from spirit. You're going to either see him or hear something about him. Or there's, a, there's a again in this retrograde, it's interesting. There's a coming back around. But what I would say is, whatever you liked about him or drew him to you, minus the craziness, mm-hmm. uh, as you said, um, there's something like that in somebody that you're going to be meeting. Okay. So I do mm-hmm. feel a relationship is on the horizon. I feel like. This month, if it's some, if you do meet somebody, I don't know that it lasts. There's either remembrance of him or he's coming back around. Because I do see a couple guys around you, um, and then I don't see anything for a while. And I want to say it looks like more October, November on, and, and it could be around a vacation, a trip, holiday. There's something celebratory around the time that you meet the individual that um, I see you dating. Oh wow! Yes, I took right. I, I took yeah I took a long time of off of dating for I got to tell you Michelle it's been years um, oh, because I like I said yeah because I mean <laughs> the guy this Robert how could we say it oh my gosh <laughs> it, it was about twenty <laughs> years ago I knew this guy Robert and I knew him before and we didn't it didn't work when we tried dating at first he was really cheap right. 
So basically, ah, okay. yeah, he well, was really cheap again. The positive, yeah. because there's something similar. So here's the thing. If you're saying he was really cheap, this is the time this month to look at what draw, drew that to you. You know what I'm saying? And what do you what do you really want? Get clear about the the type of individual you want to date. That generosity of spirit, of heart, or whatever. You know. Yeah. 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 Because so I'm saying t- cheapness. Yeah. That's not yeah. good. Yeah. So so get clear on that. That's what this is. Um, and it's funny that I picked up on him. So it's all there's a meaning there. The meaning there. All right, Stacy. Wow. Take good care. Well, thank you. Have a blast tomorrow. You know, it's, you it's a good day of um, fireworks with that. You know, you have like um, barbecues oh, and all fireworks. that. Because, yeah, yeah I'm not, not so much into that. I'm going to go to a gathering. I'm not, that's yeah, fireworks the perfect scare thing. Yoshi. Yeah, no, scare I Yoshi, just, when so. I, Oh, I know. <laughs> I just like standing up and because to me, Michelle, it's like New Year's. It's like six right. months of New Year's. And if a man is interested, they ask you out for July 4th, just like New Year's Eve. It's the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, Stacy, get rid of preconceived ideas. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> New perspectives with these eclipse season, this eclipse season. Could happen oh, differently yeah. than what you think. All right, yeah, so but you I take did something. Care. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Uh, hello, hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Jane. Who's this? Hey, James. Hello. Welcome. Hello, hello. Great. We're on Insta, um, Instagram Live, and this. Yeah, Thanks to Walter's great idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, your videos um, just full of uh, spiritual uh, sustenance. Um, actually, packed. So I've been um, really enjoying this and watching your vids lately. Oh, wonderful. Which um, vids are you watching of mine? Which that you say are packed um, with spiritual substance? Which videos? (laughs) Oh, gosh. uh, So many of them. Um, You've been putting – you put something up on um, Instagram the other day. Um, Oh, the Instagram. Oh, about the – yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to do more of that. I'm like in the morning. My little brain is – my mind is going, yeah, yeah. going with downloads. <laughs> you, you could tell that you're about you're trying to rush, you're about to rush out the door. There was someone obviously trying to get your attention, and you um quickly put something up. Um, so uh, yeah, Instagram, and YouTube, um, everything you've been putting up okay. is uh, been great. Um, great. So just a couple of comments. Um, um, those angel numbers. The other day you talked about ten, ten, and. Also, I've been seeing 11, 11, 22, I had 21, 21, even 10, never seen before. So they've been pumping up all over the place. And more recently, um, in the last 10 days, I reckon I've woken mm-hmm. up at either 347, 342. Oh, I know, so many times. They're like, they say five times out of the last 10, five nights I have to the last 10. And, and You're waking up around 3, 3 a.m., between 3 and 5. Yeah. 342. Yeah. Well, 342. 342. Well, you know, 3 to 5 is the witching hour in a, in a good way. It's the, it's the time of spirit, 3 in the afternoon and 3 in the early morning. All right. But, th- but um, 342 is a 9. So something's completing. 
you're ending something. There's a cycle that's completing. Hmm. That um, makes sense. So, so, yeah, yeah. Just, anyway, um, so uh, this one is. I was awake, so I was fully. Um, and um, and so uh, really looking forward to yeah. This next six months, is, um, I think it's going to be um, going to be stellar for the sound of us. Yeah, I agree, James. I do agree. This next six months is going to be really stellar. I think. I think we're all getting more and more of the handle on these energies and also recognizing, yes, things have actually really changed. We're not going back. See, so much I think of the transition collectively, and again, probably the race-conscious you know, mainstream people. I haven't yet got that. People are still wanting to go back. And that's, again, the north, that's that north node in Cancer, uh, south node in Capricorn. The tendency to want to go um, back to what's familiar. Right. <laughs> um, look, I yeah, I um. Even no, though you've I, outgrown in, it. In my, yeah. Well, look, in, in my world, um, I've I, I really am. I'm, I'm closing out. A lot of the passes. I'm I really am stepping into the next six months. I'm stepping into a lot of new stuff. Um, yeah. And that's and great I'm to hear. The, yep. Um, and absolutely leaving the um, a, a number of past a lot, number of old relationships are leaving, leaving them behind. So um, um, yeah, it's hard. Um, it's hard so right now. James, hold a second. I'm going pause due to port connection reconnecting. Okay, Insta folks, Insta loves. I'm going to end it here. I'm going to continue um, with callers. If you want to call, that's 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. If you want to join us in the chat, it's blogtalkradio.com forward slash awakenings. Catch us in the archives on iTunes. And I'll see you later. Hey, bye. Okay. No, 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 James, I'm here. I'm just ending the Instagram. <laughs> I guess it was enough. Walter, I did it, I did it, I'll do it again, but it, it, it yeah, it's pretty fun, pretty wild. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so you're, well, that's denoted by that 342 number you're getting. Three is new groups, new pathways. Four is uh, a new level of stability or new type of stability, structure, security. And two brings in cooperation, cooperative or collaborative relationships. It brings in all kinds of relationships. But with that three there, it's based on spirit or spirituality or like-mindedness. So whether it's, you know, all soulmates, whether romantic love, partnership, collaboration, business partnership, all of that is being highlighted. And then, of course, nine is the transition. It's the endings. Mm. Right. Um. Yeah, look, I um, I really wish I was better prepared for this because, um, as I said, what you've been um, serving up, uh, there's so much in it. Um, and I've also found I've been watching other videos. Um, I reckon you're leading the pack, but uh, um, it's interesting that there's a very common in. Um, we have a lot of many other people, you know, pod, podcasts, and there's a, a very common theme appearing in in else's um, uh, speeches about what's happening or coming up in the next. Um, Six months, um, mm-hmm. and really appears that there's, there's, I think, yeah, July, August is this sort of watershed period, and then September, September, we, we, we really expect some 
uh, fairly significant uh, changes um, mm-hmm. uh, in, in our life. <clears throat> and just interesting, um, I think it was you, you were talking about, you did actually, was you, um, 3D, 5D. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, it's, it's, you know the, the end of times and people are saying that, you know, there's this old, this old legend that, you know, at, at the end of times, people will just drop and disappear off the face of the earth. Yeah. Uh, no. And you said no. That's, that's not happening. We wish. Um, no. I've been hearing that I since the that. '80s. Older people that I knew, yeah. and and I remember one woman in Aspen or something. I don't know. Some tell you. I don't know. Some place in Colorado. I'll never forget her boyfriend and I were talking, and he went to go see her, and everything was there, and she wasn't there, and he said, "Well, she probably ascended." And I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "Well, you know, ascended. Like she's gone." <laughs> And I went, no, she's probably traveling, <laughs> you know, because um, the whole idea is to bring it right is to bring everything 5D and above to the to the 3D world. So you'll be living 5D, but here on the Earth plane. I mean, that's the whole, you know, that's the whole idea in this incarnation is to have that experience, right? Is to have this, um, you know, dimensional embodied. Yeah. Experience, yeah. So I don't know. It's just people want to just, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to te- tell it. If it happens, okay. I, you know, I was wrong, and so were my yep. guides. I'd love to be teleported somewhere where everything is so easy. You know. <laughs> yeah, I just no, don't I, see um, it until we lose, right? Until we lose our body. When our body's gone, then. Yeah. Um. No, it's interesting. I um. You, you can, but you can almost observe people, uh, still living in their three D. <laughs> There is that, that clear distinction, 3D, 5D. Um, oh, 3D, yes. I guess, oh, those oh. ego. Um, and and you, still, you still people living those those sort of ego patterns still. Um, and um, so um, I absolutely, well, that makes a lot of sense to me, um, you know, which comes down to... Yeah, we're here to embody. Aspect. It's the earth plane. There's nothing wrong with the earth. There's no, you know, some yeah. people, lower dimension. There's not lower vibrational frequency. It's just a different kind of expression and experience that's yeah. denser. But, yeah, so good point. I feel, and sometimes, you know, I saw a lot of stuff on the eclipses. I've had Yoshi's been up and down and a little bit ill, so I didn't get out. I'd probably get my new moon post for my blog, to you know, today or the next couple of days. Um, but I was seeing a lot of information, and I thought, oh, nobody's hitting the soul-centered aspect. You know, it's not necessarily endings. Eclipses don't bring endings for everyone. You know, you really have to look at the individual. Um, but this one definitely is bringing some key themes as it's tying into uh, the can. Like I said, the Cancer North Node. Uh, Robert Wilkinson should have some good information on it. Those of you yeah. that you know know him, and he's been on Awakenings. Um, He'll probably have he has always some deeper insight. Anyway, James, thanks for uh, calling in. Great to connect, as always. Yeah, great to talk. Well, thank you, Michelle. Bye. Bye. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. <laughs> hello, Hi, hello. Michelle, it's Christine. Who is it? Yeah, who, Christine. Who's, Oh, hey, Christine. Welcome to the program. Welcome, welcome. How are you? Hi. I'm doing great. Great, 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 great. great. Um, <laughs> I just had um, a quick question. So I recently applied 
I'm looking into production jobs again, and I applied to one that I really, really want. Um, and I was just wondering if you heard anything about me getting it or not, because I haven't really heard back, but I know that it was like a rolling basis hiring type deal. So I'm just not okay. sure. Yeah, I don't Let's know if you're getting anything. See. Or if you see something coming well, this month. Well, I feel like you did a couple. Did you do a couple of interviews? Because I feel like there's a there's a couple of them kind of hanging in the wind, if that makes sense. No, one I might be a little farther down the like one might be I haven't I, I haven't interviewed for anything. I applied for it. Um oh, applied. Have you applied it. for okay, have you applied for um an, another is it only one? It's for it's it was for like a uh or multiple projects or something. Oh, training Yeah. Okay, cuz there's yeah, so it's like they place you on a show, basically, and I might be like a rotational type thing. Um, oh, maybe that, that is part. it. Maybe that you, maybe you do get it then, because there's something where there's multiple. I don't see you just on one project. Okay. Okay. Do you yeah. Do you know when that starts? Is that something that might be coming this month, or because right now mm. I'm like I just feel like I'm waiting, I know, but my finances yeah. can't wait anymore. <laughs> I know. So, well, get whatever you can to get in. Do, I'm not sure if it's going to be this month. It, might, it feels like it might be August. Let's see what's coming up. August, okay. Job with production. Because I do see something with production, and I do see you working multiple projects. Okay. Um, that's nice. No, yeah. no, that's exactly what I'm, I'm looking for. I'm just trying to figure okay. out, like, when that is, because I, cause I can get a job somewhere part-time or something, but, like, I don't know if that means, like, I'll be working there for two weeks or something, and it's pointless, you know? Because I've also applied okay. for a lot of, like, in-between jobs and haven't gotten those either, so I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Or, like, things that haven't worked out with timing or something. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it's coming. I, I, You know, again, you know, it's just, Right now, honestly, with the energies that are that are present right now, there is so much that it is delayed. There's so much waiting, and then out of the waiting, there's like like a hand reaching out. You know, those of you that know tarot, like yeah. an eight of pentacles or eight of ace of you know ace of pentacles rather, or ace of cups. This hand, you know, ace of wands, yeah. ace of it's like here it is out of the blue, and you're like, oh my god. So I wish I could give a better answer, but that's really what I'm yeah. getting um, intuitively is is that it's yeah. it's a bit of a waiting yeah it's a bit of a waiting game for you. It does show okay. something coming through. It sounds like it's this because I I I'm not I'm seeing you on like go here go there or now it's this one now it's that one. It seems like multiple projects from one company, but shorter term yeah shorter term. So I don't know. You know, it's not like a long. There might be a couple of weeks here, and then you're over there, like a floater in a way. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what I would be interested in doing. Do you know? Okay. Do you know if it's a production assistant thing or a coordinator thing? Because there's two different ones that I'm wondering. Or. Um, I don't. Know. Well, you could do both, or be taken off. See, I feel like the company, they might have you doing one thing and then throw you into something else. You know what I mean? I feel like it's kind of like all hands on deck. 
I, I'm not it. sure if the roles are completely. I don't know if it's a younger company or smaller, but it feels like you know, be be flexible is what I'm hearing intuitively. Be flexible. Okay. 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 All right, cool. Christine. Keep us posted. Let us know Thank when you get you. the job. Mm-hmm. I Take will. Care. Thank you. Have a You're so one. welcome. Yeah. See, a lot of change, and it's kind of hard to see completely um, if that change is coming now or in a month. I just say be prepared. Be prepared for the slingshot. Do your spiritual practices, whatever that is. Get into the, you know, health, your your body. What's your body saying? How can you embody more of these higher frequency energies? What do you need to cut out? What do you need to bring in? Kind of really just be your own advocate, you know, self-healing. I've been doing yin yoga every week. I don't care if I'm, I finish at 540. I'm out, out the door circling my intention for my parking spot. So find what works for you, but this is, you guys remember that you're setting up a new foundation or a better foundation. doesn't mean that what you did in the past was bad or wrong. You've, you've outgrown it or shifted or however you want to f- reframe it, but you're getting a system, a structure, a way of being, a perspective, an approach that is more soul aligned, connecting you to your spirit, drawing in more of your soul tribe for more fulfillment, more love, more abundance. All I can tell you is I definitely know flexibility is part of it. It's one of the cornerstones. Not making decisions until we tune into our higher self. What are we receiving? The messages, the inner guidance. So what you might think as quote-unquote spiritual practice or I go to sangha, you know, satsangha community, I go to this church or synagogue or this spiritual center, I go to this yoga class, it's no longer a luxury. It's no longer, oh, that's nice to do this. It's like all of this needs to be encoded in the fabric of your being, which means in your routine, like it's second nature. You know, it's just, this is what I do. I was telling someone the other day, one of my clients yesterday, and they were very restless, and she was saying that, you know, she eats a lot when she's restless and not wanting to do that, and we were doing some of the, clearing work on it and I said you know sometimes I'm rest I just get up and walk or I do remember on the old TV shows with the military give me 20 20 push-ups I, I do downward facing dog or triangle pose or go for a mini walk or I walk around my house or I do something different just to get the energy moving and always when I do that some flash of insight comes in or I realize nine times out of ten what I was going to do I either don't need to do doesn't need to get done. I'm putting like a false rush, rush, rush on something, um, you know, in the to-do list or something else comes through that's, you know, helpful for me. So I hope that gives some insight and information. Um, We have our second half of the program now. Stick around for this. Uh, We have Sarah Falugo with us, who's the founder and owner of Yoga Nest Venice. Um, in Venice, California. Uh, it's also, that's where I did my sacred ceremony. It's amazing, amazing space. Uh, she's a very, very, talk about presence, very grounded, very awake, aware being that really helps to um, nurture people along and bring them to their own inner truth and healing. 
Um, her practice is firmly rooted in the heart, and after nearly 20 years, her journey began to flow inward. Self-inquiry in the lineage of Ramanana Maharashi informs her classes. And Sarah, with loving kindness and compassion, holds a container for exploration. Students are supported in the space and encouraged to drop into the body and feel the here and now. In Sarah's words, no two bodies are alike. Each body differs from day to day. Oh, that's beautiful. If you want to find out more information, you can go to yoganestvenice.com and get more information on her. Hello, Sarah, and welcome to the program. Hello, Michelle. Hey! So great to connect uh, with you here in this space. <laughs> this is so beautiful. It's really beautiful to just witness you um, speaking truth and, and how clear you are, what a clear channel you are, and um, how open. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, will you hold the space for me? You see me on Wednesdays going deep, deep, deep uh, within and assisting me and, you know, adjusting and holding the sacred space for deeper healing. And uh, I got to tell you, my body, my mind has so shifted from doing your class. And it's not even a class. I don't know what we can call it. It's healing I know. session or something. <laughs> what is it? It's a, it's a I, I'm with you. I don't know what to call it, but it doesn't I feel know. like a class either. <laughs> No, no. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to describe it to some people, and they're all, oh, I've done yin. I don't nah, I don't think you've done yin like this. And then when I tell <laughs> them, they're like, oh, oh, my God, you had that experience, or you went that deep, and this and that. And there's something the way you do it. I mean, the meditation, the guidance, but the offering that each person can be in their own place and where they're at, you know, the space. It just, I know when I go there, I just go, this is all about me. This is all about me. I don't care what you're doing to the left or the right. I'm not even peeking. It's all about me. <laughs> That's so beautiful. So, yeah. So thank you for that. It, oh, mm. go ahead. Yeah, it's really, it's really um, uh, my intention that we all just get to have our experience, right? And I feel like um, so often nowadays with yoga, it's so beautiful how it's proliferated and it's all around the world and there's lots of yoga in Los Angeles especially and um, and it's just spreading everywhere and I think there is a tendency to want to like package it into a nice neat little box and uh, mm-hmm. put a pretty ribbon on it and I, I really feel this practice is so ancient and so old and the benefits are just endless and um and that requires some stillness, right? Uh, traditionally, mm-hmm. this practice was um, very personal. So it's beautiful yes. we do it in groups because that we really support one another, you know? Our mm-hmm. collective consciousness is powerful, but to have that space to still have our own experience and um, is really precious and important um, to me. And, so and I really yeah. love it. It's so interesting, right? Because, you know, depending on who's there, as you've seen, like it's different each week. So it is you. Yeah. And you do feel like, ah, who's here today? Wow. There were some powerful things here tonight because we went deep together, you know? (laughs) And um, it's really, so it's a joy. It's a joy having people like you come. Um, I really love our community. And and it's always 
a sweet surprise for me when we have people just show up from anywhere around the world. They just want to do some yoga in Venice, you know, Venice Beach, and they walk in, and I just watch them melt in and totally at ease. And it's really, it just pleases my heart so much each time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's so interesting because it really does allow for that inner exploration and the inner process, but yet it's supported and guided. I mean, you're there with with the teaching and the facilitating and the support with whatever people need or adjustment or just and also holding the space. So I really feel like this is a big, like cosmic container. There's this little like bowl, healing mm. bowl. You kind of yeah, you kind of go step into. And I like that. Yeah, right? And you just go to the Yeah, a cosmic container. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> cosmic container. I feel so held there and and I think with the intense energies that are going on right now, it's so powerful this juxtaposition of all this stuff happening, kind of frenetic, and then you're just going in this silence, this space within. Well, we- yeah, and what you were just saying earlier before I got on the line, I was listening, and how you were saying, it's no longer just a nice thing we do for ourselves. You need to yeah. know what your practices are, and you need to live them. They need to be encoded in you, you know? Like, it is really time because there's so much movement, right? So yeah. much is happening. Yes, a lot of frenetic energy. I'm witnessing huge change in my life, and pretty much everyone I know, we're all experiencing mm-hmm. It's like... It's like the waters are being stirred, you know, and everything's coming up that was down there, and we're getting to see it all. (laughs) Everything, everything, yeah. Yeah. Now, Sarah, how did you come to um, yoga? I want to get in how you started the yoga nest also, how you were guided to that. But how did you come to practice yoga and then obviously see the benefits and go on the path that you're on now? Yeah. Um, well, I think, first of all, when I was a little girl, um, a young girl, I should say, I remember the first time I was exposed to yoga was in the movie, um, The Big Chill. And I wasn't too young because I actually had very religious parents. I was not allowed to watch a lot of, uh, a lot of movies and things like this. Um, it was, um, a very interesting environment mm. growing up. Um, but I remember, it must have been at a family member's house. We're watching The Big Chill, and I, there, one of the characters was doing yoga. And she's just on the floor and stretching and yoga. And ah. I remember just being taken by it. And it really struck me. But in, in the very religious home that I grew up in, yoga was considered something that was you know, kind of dangerous and not good. And they were very conservative and fundamentalist. So that was like kind of, it It was a dangerous thing for the soul or whatnot. So it was very interesting because I felt so drawn to it, but I wasn't allowed to explore that in my early years. Um, mm. Though, you know, in my later 20s, um, I always meant to get there. And finally, I, you know, started doing some yoga and my body was just kind of hurting me. I always had a lot of pain as a child, back pain, neck pain, mm. um, chronic headaches, really chronic from like age 9, 10, pretty much daily, like very intense migraines. Um, and wow. a lot of yeah, a lot of my pain lifted when I, when, I, when I kind of went out on my own. 
but there was still a lot that was hanging on. And with that was a lot of like heavy emotional energy. So I, I was depressed for the good first portion of my life. And really, mm-hmm. um, it was interesting because as soon as I got out on my own, um, one of the first things I did was, you know, go to a little New Age bookstore. And I remember Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life, is a book that really rescued me when I was like 17. And um, I was really trying hard. And so for years, I was reading a lot and filling up a lot. But it was kind of going. In, it's not that it was in one ear out another, but I couldn't really receive it and live it fully. Mm-hmm. And in Buddhism, they, they talk about like a good, they talk about like the different kinds of practitioners there are. And one of the um, metaphors they use is the leaky pot. So they can take in the information, but it just leaks out. And I, and I feel like oh, in, because I didn't have enough energy flowing, it, it all sounded great. I was drawn to it, but I couldn't live it. Once I started mm. doing yoga, things started to change. So it was mm. my late 20s, and um, within a couple of years of, like, practicing regularly, I had a shift, and it was a heart opening, and that was, like, the first energetic shift. Um, it wow. was in a, in a moment where I, you know, I had decided to love someone unconditionally. I really didn't believe this person would love me back. And in this moment, my heart kind of burst and I pretty much had, I could feel the energy in my body for the first time. And in yoga, we, wow. Right. But I, I right. actually felt like I was tingling for weeks. I felt joy. I felt um, I could taste better. I could smell better. I was happy. And we're talking about, you know, about 30 years of really working hard not to be depressed, battling, right, battling with depression. So constant struggle. And I've always had a very loving side and a light side. It's not like the whole world could see it, but inside I really suffered a lot. Um, and so it was through the physical practice and then in this meditation where I just chose, I'm just going to love this person. That's when everything started to shift. And from that day forward, when I would read the same books that I'd had before, they were changing me. And I could feel it on the inside. Like, I was visceral. I could feel the energy kind of almost entering my body and filling me up and healing me and restoring me. It was very interesting. So that was the beginning yeah. Wow. Powerful. And how is it? Because um, I think so many of us have depression, or you know, times of it, or bouts of it, you know, to um, to work through. How do you feel it has helped? Well, you know, shortly after that happened, um, the book "The Power of Now" came to me, and literally three people within the course of a week or two told me I should read this book because I was sharing my experience and they're like, you need to read this book. That book transformed my life. It was when Eckhart Tolle said, you are not your story. And other people had said it. I'd read it many times. I'd read about mindfulness quite a bit. Um, But when I heard him say that you are not your story, in fact, you don't have to speak it. And maybe you shouldn't for a while, something to this effect. And, you know, you know, the way he shared presence, I could really receive. Um, it shifted my reality pretty much overnight. I would say I still had a couple of years before I would say I was depression-free. It, could, it was like kind of in and out, and I experienced mm-hmm. 
what I considered to be my last like strong depression and um, the the winter of 2006. And um, since then, it's not that I haven't had difficult times. I've had some fairly intense times. It's just a matter of being able to connect with the part of my being that is witnessing as opposed to getting wrapped up in the story. So, mm-hmm. and with depression, I think, like you were saying, many people, in fact, most people will experience a, at least one depression in a lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of mm-hmm. natural response when we lose someone or there's a big change, you know, a big disruption. Um, and then there are people who have experienced it chronically. Right. Um, yeah. And so I kind of feel like for the people, when it's a big loss, it's almost, you know, it's kind of natural in a way to go through that period of mourning and grieving. And, and I think it's really important to honor those, those moments in life. And I've learned how to <laughs> honor my grief, honor my mm. pain, honor my sadness without getting wrapped up in it. And saying, yes, right now is a time where I just need to be still and hold myself and not demand a lot of myself. I'm going to honor the part of me that's really sad. But the beauty is I know there's a part of me that's honoring that and that's holding that. And I, and just if we can just realize and identify a little bit more with that part as opposed to the part that's suffering, this is where I think the liberation is. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. Well, I hear kind of self-care in this self love self you know self awareness self care yeah it, it, that to move through it um and, and i think there is more of an understanding or with some it's certain group a movement towards that you know that i'm going through this how can i support myself right you know, um and, well, and not need an excuse or reason to that mm-hmm. it's okay Absolutely. And I think that for those of us who've been practicing self-care for a while, we understand it's really helpful if you can start doing it when you're not having that really difficult time, right? Yeah. Like, oh, good point. Yeah, Ooh, right? Yeah. And like with, with watching your mind, right, it's kind of like you don't want to wait until you're upset to try to do that, right? You want to you practice that when you're feeling all right. Um, and, I, and I think for a lot of for for a lot of us, you know, we have been practicing it for a while, and it's so beautiful to watch it evolve over the years. Because self care, when I first started to practice self care, I was I was young. Um, I knew mm. that I had come from a lot of physical abuse and different kinds of abuse, so I I was well aware of my fragility, <laughs> mental emotional fragility, you know, mm-hmm. and so. I, I knew I needed healing. And so affirmations were really beautiful, especially when I was younger. I mean, amazingly transformative. Um, But learning, you know, yoga has been really beautiful for self-care because it's the way I practiced for many years was in the mornings by myself and taking the time to just hold myself and like literally physically hold myself, right? To touch myself Mm -hmm. gently. I think Mm -hmm. this is a very important thing to do to remind the physical body, this is healthy touch. This is safe. You know, that I can comfort myself. I can soothe myself. Um, But self-care, you know, self-soothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. It's powerful, right? And it's like, I feel like, 
I think it's kind of natural for us all to want so badly to have someone else do this. I mean, that is just, you know, I think yeah. that's probably innate. And, and when we can, when we realize I can do this, I can genuinely do this. And, mm. um, and then anyone else who's helping is just a, an, a, an added sweet gift, but we're not dependent on them. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not draining them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, I think a lot of I, the it, maladjustment has come from not knowing how to self-soothe. Like you said, people expecting someone else to do it for us. Yeah. And, and if we didn't, you know, so many of us didn't get the, didn't get the support we yeah. needed as little ones, right? And yeah, I think so exactly. many of us on this healing path and on this journey didn't get that. And and that's what kind of propelled us forward. We didn't right? learn it. And we were, yeah. Right? <laughs> and so we knew, okay, hey, I need something. And so we go on this search. And once you start on the search, I mean, forget about it. If you really get serious about your well-being, I mean, it's such a beautiful journey. And there's always more to learn. And, um and it just gets richer and richer. And, 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 I, and, what I, and it's interesting, too, because I feel like oftentimes it's like, oh, am I back here again? Didn't I learn this? But what I find is we're just yeah. getting a deeper level. And, and, and maybe right now, Michelle, with all of the movement that we're experiencing in the world, all of this energy and, like, that frenetic energy, I think a lot of us are deepening tremendously. And um, Why do you suppose yeah. we have to deepen? I mean, <laughs> It's like, boy, it's like, it's like, oh my God, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, when I'm on the other side of it, I, I kind of, you know, it is a little yummier. It's a little more loving and, you know, but at one level, I'm like, God, here we, you know, that whole deepening idea. I honestly think that, and just being really, really honest right now, I think that humanity in general, we are so far removed from ourselves and from our hearts as a collective, mm. right? Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. There is a lot of deepening we need. And so for those of us mm. actually doing it, maybe we're doing it for others as well. So it feels like, as well. am I really doing this more? But it's, yeah, and we're doing it for our mothers and we're doing it for our grandmothers. And oh, we're doing it for our true. fathers and our great-grandfathers. I feel that. And our sisters and our brothers and our aunties and our uncles. And, and there's, I really do feel this. this mm, that's a good point. Feeling, right? It's yeah. not just for us in, in right here, right now. And, and I think what we're going to witness in, witness in the next five, ten years is going to be profound. Yeah, I really see a massive awakening that has already started and a new way of being and relating to ourselves, to each other, to the earth. We kind of it's kind of like we have to do this now. Right. Because, yeah, environmentally, socially, I mean, things are wild out there. And yeah. so it's kind of, I think it's obvious even to people who haven't been on the journey for a while it's becoming mm-hmm. more and more apparent to people that we need to take a we take, need to take a breath and take a step back and just 
look and see what's going on and see how maybe we can live a little differently. And then I think for those of us who've been on the journey for a while, we're like, okay, I'm going to go deep now. This is what my spirit's asking of me right now. I don't really get it or understand it, but I'm going to just continue to put one foot in front of the other and follow my spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting as you're saying this too, I'm thinking, well, of course, that's the soul, all that depth, all the layers of who we are and having that in that, you know, self-acceptance and self-love and then that translates to other people. You know, we can really accept it's those nuances. So, yeah, I can, yeah, that's true. I guess, yeah, because we're creating this whole new way of being, relating for the new paradigm, like it's and then this awakening. Right. It has to be passed on. I saw something the other day, and I thought, yeah, that's true, that just the way trauma can be passed on, so can healing. So everything we're Mm. doing, like you said, is helping those around us and those that come after us because we'll change the fabric. There won't be, you know, a lot of that that wounding, you know, um, from people not being, right, connected to them, that is really beautiful. Yeah, well, to to me, it reminds me of what you're saying. You know, yeah, there is this, we are affecting change. And I think, yeah, that's something to remember. You know, Dr. Emoto talked about it in terms of water. So maybe that helps. Maybe that helps us with the deepening is that we are really affecting change by doing our own inner work. Yes, and I think also, Michelle, like we have collectively been playing small Mm -hmm. for so long. Humans have forgotten how powerful we are in a really beautiful way, right? And Mm -hmm. not through like the uh, uh, a dominant lens, through just a pure divine power. We have so much energy and love and creativity available to us in our natural state, but we've been told for generations. This is where this is what you were born into. This is what your life is going to look like. This is what you deserve. This is what you don't deserve. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. And uh, we've been so limited for so long, and we're living in this time where people's eyes are opening. And, I, and there is something really spectacular about just having the internet in our lifetime, right? Because when I was born, there was no internet, you know. I'm 45, so to witness, like, the way we can connect with people around the planet and uh, bear witness to what's happening, and even if, you know, maybe mainstream media doesn't necessarily, um, isn't very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, there's definitely, you know, things that um, are more convenient to share and things that aren't convenient to share, so... Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we do have the ability. We have that ability to, I can right now connect with someone in Sudan or someone in uh, Papua New Guinea if I want to, right? Within two seconds, mm-hmm. I can just get on my laptop and it's done. And this is, this is something. This is really unique. And, and when I remember um, my sovereignty, when I remember um, my strength, and when I remember my creativity, um, I can't help but share it with you. And when you remember, you know, mm. your joy, and when you remember, you know, just your vision, you can't help but share it with me. And just by, you know, being in your presence, I'm going to feel that, right? 
Mm-hmm. Now you talk about um, the presence. Can you share a little yeah. more on that about this the the presence or being in that you know being present and the presence? Right. As long as I am wrapped up in story, I'm not right here right now, and. And everything I ever need is going to be right here and right now. Mm-hmm. It and it's so and it's and I and I feel like um, when we're projecting ourselves in the future, mm-hmm. and it, it, maybe one of the more challenging things for people like you and I, when we we are we're getting information and we're seeing this new world. And um, we know I've got this project, I've got that project, I'm going here, I'm going there. And yet all of that we can get really scattered if we're not rooted right here, right now. So for me with presence, the body and the breath, I mean, are just so, such a beautiful tool to get us into the right, the here and now. And breath is always immediate. You can't, you can only hold your breath for so long, you know. You can't try to hold on. You can't grasp it. And you can't mm-hmm. be trying to get to the breath, 10 breaths ahead, you know. It's just right here, right now. And when I'm here fully with myself, I can handle pretty much anything. So even when I'm going through a really challenging moment, and it, I don't have to suffer the way I would if I were wrapped up in the story about it, yeah? And just feeling mm-hmm. deeply into what is arising. Um, mm-hmm. I believe also with presence, right? We, you were saying, okay, talk about uh, being present, but also this presence, yeah? The presence, this is, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not stuck on terminology. I really, yeah. I, I really believe we all have our own language but this right. divine, divine light, this, this consciousness, yeah, um, right. source is always here and now. You know, mm-hmm. in all different traditions around the world, talking about, you know, some form of a God presence or great mystery or, you know, um, however we we want to name it, that energy is always on. Um, omnipresent just everywhere right Right. um and at all times Mm. it's tapping into that isn't it yeah and there's something into that wow it's so immediate the interesting thing is right we do all these practices to try to reach this thing that is right here right now i mean how many countless hours of yoga and meditation Qigong, like reading Dharma, you know, just like, um, you know, all these things that we do. And, um, and it's right here, right now. How could we mm-hmm. not be this, this thing that we're looking for? Like, because it can't be outside of ourselves. It's not like the divine mm-hmm. is somewhere out there and I have to go find the divine. I have to go find my awakened self. Like, what is that? There's no... You know, it, it it just doesn't add up. It's right here. Right. It's right now. And it's just there are all these, it's like we're wearing, you know, 20 pairs of sunglasses and they're all a little foggy. And, you know, it's just like, you know, removing the veil and 
and every story um, that's pulling me into the past, future is preventing me from really experiencing this right here, right now. Mm-hmm. And I've had moments where, you know, I can be in a, a, a really hard, dark place. And then there are these moments of presence where it's like, you know, this is okay. I, 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 it's hard to put into words. But um, mm-hmm. when I can find those moments of presence, it's like, okay, yes, this hurts. It hurts. And I, don't, I also don't need to feed it or add to it. I don't know if I answered your question or not. I don't know. Um, no, you but did. I do know that you presence, definitely did. It, it's just yeah. so key because, it, and, and you know, and I think it's connected so much to intimacy, right? And we all, I mean, how many books have been written on love and intimacy and isn't everyone looking for their love? And we, we all want this. I mean, it's so, it's so innate within us, right? We have that bond. We're, with the mother as little ones and we want this intimacy again and even if that was broken even if that was damaged I mean, we want to restore that or we want to replace that this intimacy we're all craving has to start within and yeah. and it's by really being here with myself and being present with myself you know and it's it's interesting, you were talking, before I um, got on the line with you, you were talking about um, a client of yours with food and eating, and I think, yeah. I feel like this is such an important topic. It's such an important relationship. It's such an intimate exchange, right? And mm-hmm. and being present with our food, I'm, I have to tell you, I'm I'm... I'm literally getting to the point where I'm like, I really don't know that it's about what the food that I'm eating. And, and I do. I love to go to, I was just at the farmer's market. I buy most of my food there. I really love um, connecting with the local farmers, having that fresh food that hasn't been sprayed with chemicals. I mean, we're very blessed in Southern California to have the markets we have. Um, and I yeah. certainly care about like putting clean food in my body. And at the same time, there's something about just listening what do you need right now, body? Like, what do you need in taking mm. a few breaths? Like, and, and really tasting the food. I mean, I think we all, don't we all just get busy and then we're on a call and we're eating our lunch and, you know, and yeah. like, oh my gosh, I woke up morning and I'm starving now. And, and I'm really just really trying more and more to go sit on the balcony before I eat my food, even though, yes, it's been hours and I'm really hungry. Like, let your nervous system downregulate. We're, so many of us are living in sympathetic, in sympathetic mode and our nervous systems are all wound up and we're putting food in our bodies while we're in this wound up state. You know, that's the state you're in when you're running from the tiger. And here we are. You don't eat while you're running from the tiger, you know? When the tiger is coming after you, it's not the time to eat. But this is what we're doing to ourselves, and we wonder why we have so many problems with our digestion, um, which I have had over the years. And it's like, well, honey, you wait, you were eating organic. You're not overeating. Like, there's no – and it's like, well, were you calm while you were eating? And you know what? So many of us grew up in wild families where there's a lot of loud talk around the table. and That's and honestly, right, and, and that can actually, you can still be, I believe you can still be in parasympathetic mode and in a soft mode, even with the loud talk. But oftentimes, it's not necessarily yeah, the case. Yeah, not. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's like even if you just look at how we eat socially, when you go to restaurants, at least in this city, most of them are very loud. The music's loud. You have to kind of yell over your food. And I don't know about you, but I find myself quite exhausted by the end of a meal oftentimes. And I'm so over this past year, I've had to just take a step back and just say, hey, either I can't eat there or I really need to make an effort to speak softly and and slowly. It's just very interesting to me how we relate as a whole, as a collective to our food, how connected or disconnected we are from our eating. And even right. when we're in these places that are farm to table, like lots of love in the food, but still the music's turned up and we're having a shout. This is, this is, these are all things to look at, I feel. Mm. People in the chat are saying very important conversation. Um, gorgeous conversation and very important to have. Yeah, I think so. And part of what I'm hearing you say all this, Sarah, is is really the checking in. It sounds like there's this yeah. the, is that the not going on road, right? And what do you think and what could be a good kind of remedy for this? Um and I had somebody this the beginning of the week say this. Sometimes people get like I always do this or this is my routine or I always do that. I I I always go for a hike or I do that. And then sometimes that's not what's needed. And oh, can you talk a little bit about that? Or I always do this kind of yoga, yes. you know, or I don't feel like it. Yeah, so could you? Because I feel like we get, in, well, we get sometimes stuck with what, what we think works, but then our body, our mind, our soul wants something else at some point. I have to tell you, you know, you mentioned it earlier, and I feel like we're having to relearn everything. So I'm trying to approach my life right now as if I'm just brand new. Because I've had so many practices over the years, right? And so many things have served me. And it's like, and then there have been, and what I'm finding right now, though, is it's a very interesting time. I'm really trying to act as if I don't know and take it moment by moment and take the time. Mm. And maybe one of the sweetest things I'm doing right now is when I feel some funky emotion come up, just sitting with it. What do you need, love? Mm. Sweetheart, what do you need? Can I hold you a little bit? Um, you know, Mark Wolin does this beautiful thing. He, he works with Family Constellation, and he'll, you know, hold his, he holds his heart. And I like to do this holding the heart in the belly, and you know I do that in class yeah. a lot. I'll be like, if you, I love if that. you feel led to, you know. I had a really intense um, experience a couple years ago that was cool. Very, very, let's just say it was a very intense moment. I've, and what I naturally did, without going into detail about the story, what I naturally did is I had a hand on my belly and a hand on my heart. And Mm. it's very grounding. It's very nurturing. Um, I think we can do this throughout the day. You know, how Mm. many times... Do we just rush through because we're trying to fit the, you know, you know, make every deadline yeah. on the calendar, or even, or even, what about this? Just this morning, right? I know that. Okay, I want to get to the farmers market. I've got a meeting, and then I want to talk to you, right? So, okay, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be too relaxed, and I, I want to get going, right? Right. So I'm in the shower, and I just notice I'm washing my face quite quickly, and it was like, hey, you can relax this. This really is not going to get you there any more quickly. 
you can in, you can feel yourself washing your face and just be present with it, right? Little things like mm. this, I think, go a long way right now. And and you know, these especially when we're touching ourselves, this is very intimate. And I feel like, you know, we've got this whole Me Too movement, and I think what's underneath it all is we've so many of us have just forgotten how we should be touched in the first place. We don't even know in the first place. We're yeah. not even, and those are more extreme situations, but we don't even know how to wash ourselves. We're just, you know, scrubbing away unconsciously and telling off real factor. You know, just when we dress ourselves, you know, how would you want to do this with a little one? You know, I think about that, you know, and, and you know, many of us were rushed as little ones. I, I know I was. That's right? true. That yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Me as yeah, well. and it's like that self-care Yeah, it's like, oh baby How, how would I want to do this with my little niece That I love so much, you know I'm not going to throw a clothes on her too fast Or ask her to eat so fast I want her to breathe while she's eating I want her to I want her to feel safe and comfortable When she's bathing Things like this, yeah um, mm-hmm. Acknowledging it, it, It's all so connected, right And, and But you would ask like how are things changing now? And what I noticed too is for those of us who have any kind of physical practice, right? Right. We sh- it's really important that each day, like especially like with yoga, for instance, since that's my world, when we get on the mat, we don't just assume we know what we like and we know what we need and we're going to do this. And it's like, can you just breathe, check in, mm-hmm. and see where your body takes you, right? And right. And your your body may have loved that hike for the last five years, and that may have always been the answer. And today it may just need to go sit on the beach or snuggle mm. up under the covers, and really that's what you may need. And um, But I do think in general, you know, like with self-care, I do think that being in nature is so profoundly healing. And I, I, I feel like to connect with nature at least once a day is absolutely medicine for humanity and we need that um the fact that it's possible to not connect go a whole day without connecting to nature is kind of hurts my heart a little bit you know um mm. and and we're very blessed in southern california we have an abundance of nature right at our fingertips um we but are even so right but even like having yeah. a plant in your home and connecting with that plant is something mm-hmm. um but i i, I know for myself kids. being Sorry, <laughs> I'm just chatting away. But oh, Sarah, yes, under the sky. Yeah, I was just gonna say, gosh, remaining seconds, minutes. Um, oh, yeah. want to touch on? I know it's gone so. I've been so loving this conversation with you. Um, but oh, I want you to mention how people can find out about your teacher training and Africa trip. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you so thank much. You be- yeah. Um, YogaNestVenice.com is the website okay. and they can find out the teacher training is starting in October. Um, we're going to do this one over the course of a few months. It goes to May and, um, and ah. I'm really excited about that. Um, it'll, so it'll be weekends and Monday nights. And I want to, the intention was to allow a lot of time for integration and um, just to let all the information marinate and live it as opposed to an intensive, like I've done in the past, which are beautiful, but this is going to be gentler. Um, and then also, yeah, Africa, 
we're we're pretty much full, but I but you know I feel like you never know. Um, sometimes things change last minute. We're going in September to Tanzania. We're going to be, you know, in the Serengeti and Mount Kilimanjaro and all these amazing places we're going. And I I'm feeling so incredibly led there right now. And I think I'm I'm I've got a great. Uh, person who's helping me organize who's from there and um i have a feeling i'm going to fall in love with africa (laughs) yeah oh sarah we already have two people now three people saying please have sarah back on yes have sarah back on yes please have sarah come back so uh yeah there's your invite to come back (laughs) whenever you can um when is the teacher training by the way when does that start Oh, October. Okay. Um, well, maybe right before yeah, that to, mm-hmm. to share about that. That would be wonderful. That'd be wonderful, Michelle. You're you're such a gift to the world. Thank you. Thank you oh. for um, yeah, for yeah. for not only just like your beautiful spirit, but for sharing it. I really believe it's a huge gift to the world when we share our gifts, um, our lights, and you have a lot of light. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm just been an honor. I'm just really glad you could. I know you're really busy, so I'm glad you could take out the time to come and share. And it's been a lot of people in the chat were saying they loved the, the practical, the ways, um, you know, of the self care mm-hmm. and just integrated into what we're already doing. It's just the way, you know, to do whatever yeah. we're doing. So that was really helpful. Oh, Sarah, well, I'll see you later tonight for Yin Yoga. <laughs> Woohoo! Yay! Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, sweetie. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing with us. I really have loved this. Um, It's truly been insightful, awakening, but also very kind of confirming, life affirming, and peaceful. You know, very peaceful. So, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Michelle. Much love. (laughs) Much love. Bye. All right, everyone, that was Sarah Falugo. You can find out more information by going to yoganestvenice.com. We touched on at the last part of the program her upcoming teacher training, which starts in October, and also the trip to Africa, sacred passages, right? Kind of. So if you want to find out more information about her and her work and her classes, again, yoganestvenice.com. And, of course, for me, whatever you need and want, um, you can go to soulplayground.life and guest suggestions, topic suggestions, email questions. I know there's a couple email questions I have I'll answer next week. You can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, and the producer will get it to us. Oh, love you all. Until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. I'm getting woke and staying Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Awakenings broadcast.